listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Happy Tuesday morning and welcome into the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. You are listening to the Pod That Brothers and I'm Sammy. And I'm George. Welcome into the greatest show in podcasting. And I'm coming at you from Istanbul. So if you're watching the video version of this, it looks like I kind of have a green screen behind me, brick walls. And it's like a perfect brick wall for a podcast, Sammy. It is a perfect brick wall, and it does not look like a green screen. But it looks like a perfect brick wall for podcasting. Uh, There's a lot. You know, George, not everybody uses green screens for their nice backdrops. A lot of people do have the brick wall look. If you're like in New York, if you're in like a Chicago, there's a lot of people that have those little uh, cool apartments. One of my favorite type of like apartment walls, those like brick with a good city view on the glass side. It's like a classic, uh, well, apparently a classic Istanbul apartment but also a classic like east coast type of type of thing you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's uh i think it's now like the hip thing too it's like contemporary but like still with a touch of old school i think that's the best way to put it yeah you know i, I didn't know you were a, a a design guru i'm not but i'm just saying that's kind of what like have you noticed contemporary homes have that now so that's what, why i've said that Oh, George doesn't like jokes. I forgot. Let's no. talk about the Phoenix. I'm from Phoenix, George. I'm coming from Phoenix. And I want to talk about um, the Phoenix Suns basically ripping my heart out. Um, I don't have a basketball team being from Seattle. And so I picked the Phoenix Suns when we moved here. And uh, I thought they were going to win the NBA championship. Or I thought that they were a lock to like make the NBA championship as long as nobody got hurt. Um, and instead... Um, they blew a 2-0 lead to the Mavericks and lost by almost 40 in the conference finals game seven at home. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of been saying it the whole season. I did not think they were going to be the NBA champions. I didn't believe in this team because of one guy and one guy only, and that's Christopher Paul. Um, He's no longer CP3. He's no longer point guard. He's Chris or Christopher. The reason is the guy, unfortunately, seems like as great as he is if the nba season i think was 40 games long and then the playoffs started i think he'd win multiple champions championships but the guy cannot stay healthy and they said after the series he has a groin injury and once again he ends the playoffs with an injury over and over and over and over again and look i i'm harsh on guys like james harden i'm harsh on guys like russell westbrook and now i gotta be harsh on guys like chris paul i I, i'm sorry i love chris paul though it it hurts to say it but like the he's not durable that's what it is he's just not durable i don't know how else to put it yeah i the, the the that's the not durable is correct and all but that's that it is way way different we're talking about way different things when you're saying he's not on the like it's it, i don't i don't want to talk about russell westbrook and james harden compared to chris paul chris paul has how many been, how many how many uh, mvps does uh I don't chris care paul about have? mvps i know neither do i but, but like okay Stephen a smith let's just talk about like let's talk about basketball for a second okay like let's not talk about Try to let's not try to make headlines here on the whole. Oh my god, Chris Paul had a bad series, so now he's he's the bust, he's not a CP0 now. Like, okay, great. He is Chris Paul, he is the point guard, he's one of the best point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. If 
if I don't give a damn about MVPs like a James Harden Neither do Russell, I. Russell Westbrook's MVP, I would take Chris Paul's career over James Harden and Russell Westbrook today. If I had to have either one of them on my team today and Chris Paul's 37 years old, if next year you have to have one of them on your team, who would you take at 37 compared to them at like 33? I would take Chris Paul because yeah. I, I believe in Chris Paul, but there's something about durability and there's he is now on the list of guys like, you know, those guys where you say in sports, he was great, but um, there's the Charles Barkley's, there's a Carl Malone's in football, there's a Dan Marino's in baseball, our favorite player, Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry Bonds both don't have World Series rings. Chris Paul is on that list of all time greats where you can say he's an all time great, but and it sucks because He's a guy I didn't think he'd be an all-time great, but I thought he was just going to be all-time great. Yeah, and that's why I called you Stephen A. Smith because uh, you were trying to take it way too far with the Russell Westbrook, no, James but, Harden. No, he's no, not, no. He's Chris. No, but no. it's uh, yeah, but he's uh, it's uh, it's a different category, but there's different levels, right? I mean, I think a lot of people would say Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden are top thirty players of all time. A lot of people. Yeah. Sure. I mean, well, they're all top seventy-five. They're all NBA top seventy-five. Yeah, Above top guys 75. like, like I'm. This is this is my point. Here is we can over exaggerate things as much as we possibly want. Just as much as we over exaggerate things of James Harden, who is an absolute playoff choke. He officially confirmed it this time. I can't even muster up a sentence to defend his playoff performances, right? Because right. The absolute right, right. choke job. But Chris Paul is in a different category here. I mean, first of all. They made it to the NBA Finals last year, mm-hmm. and they were up 2-0 in the NBA Finals. I know they lost the NBA Finals, but he – I mean, he was the best. What, what happened to him? He got hurt. That's fine. This yeah, is, yeah, we're that's not talking my about point. a guy There's that, a different... uh, we're not yeah, – yeah. hold on. Like, I, we get it. You think he's Chris now. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Hold on. I'm just the saying point it's, it's is... different. All right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, not, I, I'm on the same. I'm on the same page as you. He's not a choke artist. There's a difference between being a choke artist or not being an effective basketball player. I'm just saying he's not durable, and that changes a lot about a person. Because the best thing about ability, they say, is availability. And a lot of times now, in late in the playoff series, he's he's just small and he gets hurt. And there's, I mean, that's a mark against him. That's all I'm saying. And it's not like it doesn't change his mentality. I think we all like him because he's a winner, right? He has a winning mentality, unlike what we think James Harden is, or stuff so like i'm not like i'm i'm yeah sure i'm exaggerating but my point is like he's not i mean now what do we say he's on the level of john stockton not isaiah thomas and steph curry and magic johnson at point guards yes so he's the fourth best point guard maybe fifth best point guard of all time this is my point you didn't mention james harden there or you didn't mention russell westbrook there's a reason right like Mm -hmm. he's on the level of I'm John Stockton. I am the best point guard that's never won a championship in the history of the NBA. So we're maybe talking about the fourth best point guard of all time, fifth. And let's not get it twisted. They might have a chance to compete for a championship again. I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think this was the window. But this is where I don't like the over-exaggeration. I think uh, I, like we do this with young players and with older players. There's always a little bit of over-exaggeration. Mm-hmm. For example, like last year, because Trey Young made the conference finals, we're all like, maybe the Luka trade wasn't that bad. It was awful. Luka's t- t- 30 times better than Trey yeah. Young. Oh, and, and I have I, I have a Luka point today that is going to blow your mind, and I think people are going to be – you're going to freak out maybe, but we'll see. I mean, if you just try to be Stephen A. Smith today, I'm just going to – No, 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 no. 
you know, like, like you said, I'm going to freak out. There's no point. Yeah, like, because I can't freak out about somebody having a, a point. <laughs> well, I mean, you've already freaked out once. So let's keep going on. I didn't freak out once. You just don't like to have a conversation about somebody saying, no, actually, that's a little bit of an over exaggeration. And what you had was an over exaggeration that Chris Paul's now. Oh, he is Chris. He is not the point guard. Yes, he is. He's still the, like fourth best, fifth best point guard in the history of the NBA. He just he's tends the point to have God. He's just he's a point like mortal. okay. He's still God just don't God. get hurt. He, he's still one of the best point guards of all time. Isaiah Thomas would get hurt too. It was a different era. Yeah. Like there's different eras. There's different times. Chris Paul's the top seventy five player in the of entire all time. Yeah, history yeah. You don't know. I totally agree. I just, he just so, can't stay healthy. That's my problem. It's okay. like whatever. Let's move off of Chris Paul. I can't even get a sentence in today. Go ahead. But like I'm agree because I'm because I'm agreeing with you. But I don't know what you you want me to. Bring back my point. I don't. I. I. I don't think. Like, what? What? What do you want me to say? I agree Nothing. with Let's you. Let's just move off of him. Just saying. I can't get a sentence about Chris Paul, and so go it's, ahead. it's fine. No, no, I please talk, go ahead. No, I'd like to move off of Chris Paul. All so right. Let's talk let's about the rest of the series because the biggest problem too is the guy who's supposed to be the the star of the team outside of Chris Paul is Devin Booker, who had a minus forty one in the game and. He literally was three for 14 and had zero points. I think he had, oh, sorry, one point going to the half all off a free throw. Like, that's another problem where he is definitely, definitely a top tier number two. He can't be your number one to win a championship. And I, that's, that was probably given going into this year. Yeah. But I think with Chris Paul's age, you were hoping Chris Paul could be the one, even though not maybe the scoring one, right? But like just the one in general, like the best player on the team and Devin Booker's that like one B. But when Chris Paul's 37 and this is what's going to happen next year is if you're going to stick with this roster and, you know, they won 64 games, I get that. But if you want to improve next year and make it to the finals again, let's say, you can't have, Booker can't be your number one, right? Like you, with Chris Paul being 37, I guess he can't be your number one. And that's where I don't know. They're going to have to make a splash. Can he be? I think he could be the 1A, 1B, right? Like kind of like the Pistons situation where they won a championship. Like it's different than being a one like Dirk Nowitzki was on the Mavericks, right? It's more of a 1A, 1B situation. I think he could be the one. A one B, but I don't think he can. He's not a guy who's going to carry you through playoff series. I don't think, right? I mean, Tatum versus Booker, but like, look, we would have probably said last year after the, they got to the finals that it's Booker is a one, and now everyone's saying Tatum is a one and Booker's not. I I don't know yet because how old's Booker? Twenty five. Uh, I think twenty five ish. Yeah. Yeah. Is there another level he can go to? Like this version of Booker, I don't think is a one to win a championship. But is there another version of Booker, another level of Booker that he can get to at 28, 29? That could be a one. I don't know the answer. I mean, probably. I mean, yes. Yes. Okay. But I think I'm talking more about this uh, time frame for the Suns is what I was like. Because, yes, you're right. He's 25. He's going to be 26 next season. I mean, this dude might not peak till he's 30, right? Like, right. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan won his first championship at 29. I'm sure a lot of people said he can't be the one in a championship team in 26 and 27 and, and, and 28. Comparing Michael Jordan to Booker, but yeah, that's he, a bad he, comparison. No, 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 but no, no, but it actually, no, no, it, it is and isn't because yeah. Booker is a classic Kobe Jordan. I'm not saying he's good at them, but classic shooting guard. Right, like, right, right, which right. That's my I don't know how many there are left in the NBA. Dwayne Wade, Booker, 
like uh, Jordan. Shit, I mean, Kobe. good ones in the NBA. Good ones in the NBA. I think it's Booker. Like, yeah, who I don't else know if is any like other... a classic two that's really good? Because I don't consider Tatum a two. He's a three or even a four. Yeah, he's also like uh, six nine. Like Booker is a yeah. classic shooting guard, six five, two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. shoots. But mid range and three pointers. And then, you know, like, and he, he actually, if you look at his numbers this year, average 27, five and five is re- really yeah, fucking really good. good. Yeah. And, and he finished what, fourth or fifth in MVP voting. He finished fourth. He was the highest American on the list, I think. Highest American on the list. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually, <laughs> He's the best that. American basketball player. <laughs> you think about that. Wow, the NBA has moved completely foreign. I have a question for you. Do you think the the Suns would have won the series if they drafted uh, Luca over Aiden? And imagine had- Luca and Booker. <laughs> I mean, and imagine no, imagine Luca and Booker, and then yeah, they add Chris Paul. Imagine that. I thing. mean, I, 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 but Luca and Booker got to get along. They can't be acting like the way they were during the, the series. Can I tell you something? The yeah. five, the top five MVP votes were. Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Booker, Luca. Booker is the only American in the top five of MVP voting. Sammy, has the NBA moved into an international game and Americans are being left behind? No, because the rest yeah. of the list is Americans. <laughs> the know. entire rest of the list. But how interesting is that? Booker is, that the, is only actually very interesting. In the top five. So he was technically like he, he was he's America's the best, best basketball player right now is Devin Booker. Was the best basketball player in America right now? Was this year? That <laughs> is right now this year. Was that's pretty amazing to me. I don't no, know. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's actually a great. That's a great stat. He, he does have the chance to get better. Now you know what yeah. you said. One thing he could be one A one B. Sure, if he has somebody like a Jalen Brown. The problem is he's not. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul's not going to be like a Jalen Brown, for example. Chris Paul's going to be thirty eight next year. It's, well, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, he would be if he, if they made it this far in the playoffs next year, he'll be thirty eight. He's not. He's not going to be a one B. He's going to be a no. He's going to be the two B. They need like a. First of all, I mean, what, what do you do? Like, you're going to trade it, yeah, or you're going to. They're going to sign and trade him. I mean, they'll yeah. probably put put the rest, you know sign and trade him. Uh, what, what do you give a like Bradley Beal? You can't play Bradley Beal and Booker on in the same backcourt. I don't think. Like, what could I you? I think you do could actually, but yeah, because what they were missing is outside of Booker. Who could score? They were du- they were doubling and tripling Booker because yeah, because no one else can really score. score. Mikel Bridges, who averages like eight points a game, like yeah, I he, actually he's think not a good scorer. Work. I think it could yeah, work that because could. that team doesn't have scores. You'd have just pure defense, point guards, and you have two scores. But it's going to be a disgruntled start. They're not going to get like a fucking Zach you know, Levine. Hmm. Zach Levine. Mm, coming off uh, knee surgery. I know, but I mean, they're saying it's Levine. There's rumors he wants out of Chicago. I mean, Aiden was a first overall pick. Could you just trade Aiden for Levine? Okay, when I'm you just said, trying to think, when you said Beal, it made me kind of like, oh, two scores that could work. But when I hear the words Aiden, it's just, I mean, here Levine, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know, but like, what can you really two, get? It's not, maybe these two it's guys not, don't it's not work. like you can go get Luca, right? Like, you can't go get someone. I mean, what's available is the question. Like, you have to go get. Someone I saw the greatest trade on Facebook yesterday. What is it? Let's hear it. It, it. And please note where I said I saw it. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was Kevin Durant and like a Phoenix Suns jersey. And like the trade was like, the Suns get Kevin Durant. The Warriors got uh, Seth Curry because they were involved in this trade. So the Curry brothers get together. And I think the Suns gave up 
Aiton, Bridges, and two first round picks, and then the Suns threw or the Warriors threw in some role player as well. And like everyone on Facebook's just like, who took the time to make this graphic and think this is humanly possible? I mean, it would be fun. Um, but that's, it's, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. No, I'm, I'm going uh, through some teams. Like, I don't know. Is it like, okay, the Cavs. How about Mar- Mar- Markel Fultz? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Cavs are like, like Colin Sexton would be a disgruntled star. You don't want that. Right. Like the Knicks and Julius Randle could literally, that, that honestly could be something because like he, but he was bad this year, but that's because. But would you want that? I mean, that's not one. That's no. like three. Maybe someone from Toronto. If Toronto is ready to accept that they're not good. or I feel like Toronto doesn't want to accept that they're not going you know, to like. Win, but like a guy like Pascal Siakam, and you trade eight in bridges, like that oh, could that actually would, be something. That, I mean, that would be that'd be something. Sabonis so would have been like a nice one this year with the Pacers. If mm-hmm. maybe the, for the Kings at the deadline next year with Sabonis, because there's no way he's going to resign there, right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. It, it's uh, going to be someone like that, or Carl Anthony Towns. If if they say we're just going to go with Edwards. Have him be the franchise guy. Like we're not getting out of first rounds here. God, but that's you don't want him on. Well, no, but Booker's an alpha. That would actually kind of work out. It would. But I think it also. But even but I think and it kind of works out in Minnesota. Same same way, because like no, if I'm Minnesota, I'm not doing that either. Because like I think now they know Anthony Edwards is the one, and I think Cat will just kind of score some points. Give me a moment. But, keep talking. All right, but I have like something really, really. Uh, interesting to bring up and sammy said give me a moment but i want to talk about first overall draft picks for a second because i was actually going to do this on a solo pod if you go back to 2009 this is only what 12 years ago blake griffin injury prone barely played 2010 john wall didn't play a game this year oh here's sammy sammy's back sammy i'm going to go over the first overall draft picks because i wanted to talk about that today anyway and the first overall draft pick since 2007 or let's go 2006 just for fun are you ready yeah i've already heard these okay andre bargani he's out of a league 2007 greg golden out of a league. Bargani. It's probably Barion. He's out of the league. Is, so. I think the G is silent in. in yeah, it's like, let, you're right. Like in Italy, because like <laughs> it's no one says Bologni. Like Bologni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2008, Derek Rose. He played, but he's injured. 2009, Blake Griffin. He's basically a corpse. And here's where it gets interesting. 2010, John Wall didn't play a game this year. 2011, Kyrie Irving. You, we all know he he barely played because of vaccine stuff. 2012, Anthony Davis hurt most of his season. 2013, Anthony Bennett out of a league. 2014, Andrew Wiggins. Okay. 2015, Carl Anthony Towns. He plays. And here's where it gets fun. 2016, Ben Simmons didn't play a game. 2017, Markel Fultz. Did he play this year any games? I'm not quite sure. 2018, DeAndre Ayton. He's not going to. Oh, he did. Okay. 2018, DeAndre Ayton's not going to get the max extension from the team that signed him. 2019, Zion Williamson um, didn't play a game this year. And Anthony Edwards, Kate Cunningham. But there's a lot of guys in the last 10 years who did not play a game this year that were first overall draft picks. And now Ayton's not going to get that extension. Yeah. I mean, Ayton was like maybe the like one of the best players on that list, though. <laughs> oh, I know. That's the craziest part about that. Actually, I, I still believe in him. I don't think he's out. I think... I think uh, he's just 
they don't want to pay the luxury tax. I think most teams would have probably would probably give them the extension. I don't. I don't think after this playoffs I would. Um, yeah, maybe not. You're right. I think last year I was shocked they didn't give him the extension last summer. I really was. They went to the NBA Finals. The team seemed like a team you got to run it back with, which they did. But like, I was shocked off season last year. Um, from like what there's this last game seven also was really mm-hmm. concerning. Like he did quit on the team, right? Like hate on the Phoenix Suns as much you as you'd want. Like. You know, Booker and Chris Paul could have just been like bitches and sat on the bench and cried about it. But like, I'll give it to them. They both were playing their hearts out, even in the fourth quarter. So true. Like, they were just like, fuck it. Like, well, there's nothing. Let's play hard. Nothing to lose. Right. Like, they were still tr- like, but Aiton reportedly like quit on the team verbally and like said he didn't want to go back in. And Monty Williams was yelling at him, said, you quit on us. Like, and he, I mean, to be fair, they're down 35 points. He's probably like, yeah, you put full fuck it. Like, yeah. To be fair, if, somebody, if somebody said that on my team, I'd be like, get this guy off the team. Like, yeah, me too. Oh, like, absolutely. So my thing is that he, he seem he does have that weird, I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know why I feel this way, but it, feel, it feels like he has that weird diva in him, even though he's not good enough to be a diva. It's, it's the big, there's some weird thing about big men and like, and having some weird like i'm the best you should like me more like yeah it's weird i don't know what it is like maybe it's because they grew up their whole lives being the best and never really had to face adversary adversary adversity wow yeah thank you um (laughs) they never had to face that so they're probably like a little bit like fragile when they do go through some adversity so maybe that's what it is yeah um maybe it's that i think he's gonna end up on the um Spurs, fun okay. fact. Just, just letting you know. I feel like he's a classic Spurs. Like they'll be like, "Wow, this will be perfect," because they're still a little old school. Just think that's where he's going. Or I think that's where he might end up on the Suns. Sorry, might end up on the Suns, but I think that's where he'll get his best, like uh, restricted offer or whatever. What's it called? Okay, qualifying uh, offer. Qualifying offer. Yeah, yeah. I think his best qualifying offer is gonna be from like the Spurs. Just okay. have a feeling. And I think the the Suns will resign him if it's not a full full max, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think he should be smart enough to do that because he, I mean, they work with him. It's a good organization. You're in the playoffs every year. I, well I don't know it. if it's a good organization. It's good right okay, now. okay, right now you're right. It's a bad it's organization. Like, eh, hold on, <laughs> but but what they've done with like the coach and having Booker and Chris Paul and James Jones is like seemingly a guy that everyone in the NBA likes, likes. right? Like. We're not in like the we're not in the in in the NBA, but like if you listen to any podcast or like ex players, everyone just says great things that, about James Jones. So he obviously, he obviously yeah, people love James, James Jones. They went to the finals last year. They obviously know uh, exactly. Oh yeah, they doing, know what so. they know what's going on. Last thing I'll say uh, about right. the Suns because like the disrespect that we haven't even spoken about the Mavs is like a little mean. But yeah, no, no, I, I have will say, my, I have a point I've been thinking about since last night for this podcast. So I'm very excited for it. Well, I just think that at the end of the day, the Phoenix Suns, um, and I think this will continue to happen, like you said about Chris Paul. It's just like there's always something, and there's always that moment where like mm, it's not going to work for this week for some reason, right? And that just that doesn't cut it. And unfortunately, last year, if he was able to be himself for like an additional four days, they, they would have won the championship. NBA championship. They were up two nothing against Giannis, and he 
unfortunately, was a couple days short, as always, right? And if he could have done four more days of being healthy, five more days of being healthy, they're probably winning the NBA championship four to two, three to one, or four to one. Like they were up to nothing, literally. So it's disappointing. I Chris Paul is one of my favorite players in the history of the NBA. So like I would love to have. Uh, I'm I'm win. I'm with you on that too. That's why it hurts me to say what I said today. I just think that he's small, and that's what that it sucks. is. That's all I it mean, is. Like, and that's it's being small is hard. And like coming from a guy who's small myself, like, like but not in the NBA. Yeah, but no, but like um, this is a serious thing. Coming from a guy who's small, like I'm five foot nine, let's say, like. Growing up playing basketball, no matter how good I got, I was always in like, and like I didn't fucking play, you know, crazy college basketball, but I was in an extremely competitive AAU circuit, right? Like playing against a lot, I've played against a lot of future NBA players. The biggest thing that ever happened to me is when, when I don't, I mean, what, like I played against Zach Levine, Levine and, and uh, uh, there's been a lot of them. I played against Avery I know. Bradley, played against uh, Zach, uh, who, uh, Tony, Nigel Tony Williams Hayes. Tony Roten put me in a boot uh, dunking on me. <laughs> there's a lot. There's there's actually yeah. a decent amount. And uh, But the the hardest thing for me is like sometimes, sometimes even I felt like, I'm like, especially like eighth, ninth grade, right? This is before you these guys really took their next steps too. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I have the skill. Like I play really well. We win some games. What really always was the hardest thing is like when you're five foot nine and everyone else is six three. So in Chris Paul's case, he's like six foot and everyone else is like six nine. Absolutely. Even, even worse, right? Even bigger disparity. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so hard for a guy like him to over a full playoff be like, I can be the best player in every single game because you can't, right? Like you might have that game where you go 14 for 14. You might have those moments. But for him, I think it's just really hard in this NBA where the stars are six foot nine, like Jason right. Tatum's and Luka Doncic and Kevin Durant's and LeBron James. It's hard to take a full series four times in the NBA round one, two, three, and the finals and be the best player in that series for totally. all four rounds. And I think that's the problem. And I hope, I hope that they find a way to get back to the finals next year. And and you, they might honestly, sometimes this is where we overreact and underreact sometimes. Right. Sometimes we're like, okay, it's obviously their window. Maybe it's not like who knows, but they have to obviously make some type of change. Cause last year, I'm not saying last year is a fluke, but I'm just saying last year was a run. And I, I don't think you, you're not going to make a run every single year. Right. Yeah. Well, well said. Very I got nothing to add to that. Very, very well said. All right, so we'll get to the. <laughs> well, here's why I don't think, um, you know, I, I think we're going to see a lot of runs of Luka Doncic coming up. Um, we'll get to the Mavericks here and get to, I think, you know, the West Conference Finals. But I got a question for you, Sammy. This is what I've been thinking about all night. What is Luka Doncic's ceiling? What's his ceiling? I don't his know. Ceiling. Like, uh... Not saying he's going to reach his ceiling, but what is his ceiling? What is his ceiling? Um, well, I mean, like, uh, um, do you want like an over exaggerated ceiling? Or yeah, do you want, like, what, no, a... what is his absolute ceiling? It doesn't mean you're gonna make your ceiling, I mean, it doesn't mean you're predicting the ceiling. What is his ceiling? Um, well, there's two guys in the NBA that have like, like a LeBron ceiling, and that's Giannis and Luca. 
Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not going to get there. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to get there because. No, no, totally. Um, first and foremost, Luca hasn't even made it to a finals yet. So, right. he, like, he could quite possibly get swept next round. For all we know, we'll say, okay, maybe we're being a little too. Right, right, right. Totally. But I think Luka Doncic's ceiling is the greatest basketball player of all time. That's his ceiling. I no, don't think he's it's gonna be I, maybe I don't like think... a LeBron, maybe like the second or third best player. His ceiling, I don't think Okay, don't his think ceiling will be ever. in the in the GOAT conversation. His ceiling. I'm not saying he's gonna I don't think he's gonna get there because I don't think he's the type of guy who's committed to the offseason and is gonna go crazy on defense. And I think, you know, he's gonna have some fun while doing it. But I really think his skills at 23 years old and winning the MVP in the EuroLeague and doing what he's doing now with really a LeBron-esque supporting cast of the Cleveland Cavaliers when he took them against the Pistons, his ceiling is in the GOAT conversation. Now, I don't think he's going to get there. I don't think he'll – I really don't. I, I'm not going to predict that. But that's how good this guy is. His skills are unbelievable skills. Like the skill-wise offensively, I think he could literally. If yeah, he, like, I mean, there's like, there's only a so guy or two. Good. There's only a guy or two in every era that's like top five, ten potential. So it's not right. like. A, I mean, I think most people would agree with this because it's like there's only a guy or two every time, and some of them make it, and some of them don't. Like Steph Curry had top five potential, which, which we'll get to if he wins a championship this year without Kevin Durant. We're talking about a really big jump in like weight. Is he better yeah, than he like jumps into he, the top ten? Yeah, like is he better than Shaq or Kobe? Maybe like is he like where is? I he, mean, depends right? on how he does in the finals. Too, he needs to win the finals MVP. Like that's yeah, very you can't important. have zero final MVPs. <laughs> yeah, it's very but important. My point is that every era has like one or two guys. Right now, it's Giannis and Luca. And as much as you want to say Luca's ceilings to be the best player of all time, like put some respect on Giannis's name first. Oh, I agree. No, no, I, I also agree. No, Giannis. No, no, yeah, is, we, we, we still ahead. Same conversation. Yeah. Oh, Giannis yeah. Still absolutely. ahead of Luca until Luca wins a championship. Um, the other problem for Luca, which is not a problem because I don't give a fuck. Like, if he just wins like two championships, I'm probably going to think he's like a top 15 guy of all time. If he wins, I mean, Dirk won one in Dallas, mm -hmm. and it's considered top 20, 25 by most people, whatever it is, right? And so, like, mm -hmm. if he wins one or two, it's probably going to be considered top. Like, if he wins two, I'll consider him like this. Like a snap of fingers better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's two championships to me are still the most asterisks ones compared to stars. I'm not saying they're actual right. asterisks, but compared to like what other stars have accomplished, Kevin Durant's like the lowest on the list. And so, some guy like Luca, if he's in Dallas and wins a championship or two, like you might be surpassing guys like Kevin Durant pretty quickly. And so, there's that. But you know, as my favorite tweet of the weekend. I'm going to get to it because, as you were saying, I don't know how seriously he takes him, his body and himself. The my favorite tweet <laughs> he, of the weekend. He was, totally played himself into shape this year, and it worked. Basically, <laughs> Master Tez uh, had a tweet that went very viral on Twitter, which right after the championship, and Luca was on a McChicken's vodka and hookah diet all summer, and still led the Mavs to the Western Conference Finals. And the, he added some things like. Uh, you know about CP3's workout during the offseason, 5 a.m. He's like Luca literally would leave the club, the hookah. <laughs> Luca would leave the hookah bar at the same time CP3 went to the gym. <laughs> game is game, and it's actually very true. It's like so true. Like, That's why he everyone could be the remembers of all time. So yeah. did Jordan. Jordan leave the nightclub That's at 5 a.m. too. 
I mean, like, him and Jordan. The, my favorite moment this summer was the Huka Doncic moment too. Like the guy is literally like in fucking where was he? I, I, was he back? I, home? I think he was in. I think he was in Mykonos. Yeah, he was like, literally smoking a hookah, drinking a vodka, like looking like really chubby, and just now he's in the fucking Western Conference Finals, like single handedly taking down the best team in the NBA. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Like yeah, so, this guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy, and he's so fucking. He's really. He's a fucking dog, man. Like that's what I we like about him. I think everyone likes about him and can all get behind. Is like, yeah, he doesn't take enemies. He literally is just like fuck you, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. He's so like he hated Devin Booker and like it, I like it. See, he doesn't <laughs> though. This is what I like about him. This is actually yeah, he hates him like on the him. court. Yeah, because I mean. There are actual guys that fucking hate you. Like Pat Beverly hates Chris Paul, which uh, we should get to at some point, maybe at the yeah. end of the podcast, because th- this guy weird. is insane. Like, it's weird. Remember, he shoved Chris Paul in the back when he wasn't looking this year, too. And yeah. like I've never seen such a low-end player, like, prey on a man's downfall. And, like, sit, like this. I saw a tweet. Like, this guy woke up at 4 a.m. Pacific time to, like, put a smile on and talk about Chris Paul losing in the playoffs when he advanced further than he himself did like well i mean don't forget he's the same guy who like after they lost to the grizzlies and then john moran scored what 40 something against the warriors put out that never happened to us that didn't happen to us like yeah you guys fucking lost the series bro that's crazy (laughs) my point was that um, i'm drinking a lot of henny i forgot what my point was now where was i going you're talking about uh his luka donkish doesn't really hate people just on the court yeah yeah that's that's all i was saying Devin Booker, the, he actually like they 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 hugged it out after the game and like you could see Devin Booker said good luck man and like they did the taps on the chest like it was all respect which I kind of like I like the like I hate you but like respect like mm-hmm. this is not like a personal I'm not like a like sorry like Pat Beverly is like a like low grade person for like the way he talked about Chris Paul and like the way he shoved him in the back like. I like the competitive side. I love being the dog. I love being a dick on the court, to be honest, but like not to the point where you're like off the court or you're shoving people in the back when they're not looking type of shit. You know, like that's what I like about Luca. Like he's a killer for basketball. Not like I'm going to take this personally. And like him and Devin Booker were scuffling after the game. No, it was like, hug it out, respect. Like we'll see you guys next year type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, and I like that. I will say, who in the West right now, who would be more likely of like a multiple time playoff series against each other, like bat, like going at each other? Oh, George is frozen. I was wondering what's going on here. Uh, I was sitting there like, man, this guy's not even answering. Right, I'm back. Let's see, he's back. I, I, I was like, I, I just went. I ahead. was like. Didn't like this question. Okay. I was not on the screen, so I had no idea what was going on. I was reading something on the other screen. I was like, man, this guy doesn't like my question. Yeah. I was saying, who who is more likely to be playing against each other in like big Western Conference finals? Like out of two guys that are young, Booker's 25 and Lucas mm-hmm. turning 24 uh in February next season. So they're gonna be like they're basically a year and a half apart. Who's more likely in the West to be like his counterpart? I'm not saying Booker's going to get to the same level as Luca, but like, who's more likely in the West? I I like John Morant. I just don't believe in the high flying point guard being a long, long term like seven, eight year thing that works. I I think Devin Booker might be the second best, most likely player to be like 
Luca's counterpart, who's he's going to be below Luca, but like I think that's going to be a yearly thing that we see. We're going to, I think we're going to see that matchup a lot over the next five. I do six too. Years. I actually like who else is there, right? The problem Anthony is, Edwards might become one. Okay, I think it's Anthony Edwards. Then I think Anthony Edwards and and Luca might be the, the the two guys. I mean, that's why I think Luca can win multiple championships if things fall right pretty quickly. Yeah. I, what he did against, but I don't think, but I don't think they're going to. I, I, I don't, but yeah. like, we'll I'm see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I also could see, you know, after this series, after he got the vote of the vow of confidence from LeBron, like, by the way, that I think that that means something to like NBA players. When LeBron tweeted yesterday, you saw that, right? Or no, no, I did not. LeBron tweeted that Luca, somebody asked like LeBron, he was doing a QA and like they asked who's his favorite player, and he's like, Luca's my favorite player in the NBA. And wow. yeah, and to, to me that means something because other mm-hmm. players, when they want to go play with a guy like for a guy like LeBron to say Luca is my favorite player in the NBA, I think it it speaks volumes to how fucking good Luca is and how much like respect he has by NBA stars by LeBron James, the LeBron James, the best player of this generation, the second best player, maybe first best player of all time, said Luca is my favorite player. And I think that shows that. Not because LeBron said it, but it just shows the confidence people have in LeBron, in, in Luca, and mm-hmm. and so somebody's going to sign in Dallas. Like he he's going to have. I this sounds so wrong. Le, 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 LeBron, le, LeBron and Bronny to Dallas. <laughs> no, the, this is not. This is something that is going to sound disrespectful to Mavs fans, but he's going to have a way higher. You know, he's he's better than Dirk. Like he's going to be better than Dirk. Oh he's yeah, gonna have a way higher ability to to lure in like a free agent, for example. Yeah, I don't know when Jokic becomes a free agent, but that'd be pretty cool if they can get like the Serbia Slovenia connection going. They're only like two countries apart, too. Yeah, Jokic just that's that's who I forgot, dude. Jokic just won back to back MVP. He's in the West. <laughs> I know, but for some reason, like because he's a big man, just, that's why. Because he's a big man, yeah, and that team just doesn't seem like they can catch a break with any of their young guys. Jokic just won back to back MVPs. You realize that, right? Yeah, yeah, I love Jokic. I mean, we all love Jokic. But he's only twenty-seven, I, also. I didn't realize that, but uh, uh, like, I think the narrative has already started, right? Do we just give Luca the MVP trophy next season? Because we know how this shit works. No, because um, oh, it depends on all, how much Luca he smokes this offseason. <laughs> no, with all that we've said, is that I, I, I think the reason that. I like to say this, all this, but there's always a but. It's like this guy could come out against the Warriors and they have a way better game plan and they he averages 26 a game and not like 40 and they lose a series. And then we're like, oh, okay, yeah, totally. the breaks. So I think that's the big thing here too is we're seeing the like ascend of Luka, but we should also pump the brakes because let's see what happens. Now, if he beats the Warriors, which I, I don't think I think that doesn't matter at this point. I think he just took the next level. I, in the, I like if they lose, I'm not. I, I mean, it would, it would it would elevate him more. Yes, I'll tell you why it matters. Last year, like Devin Booker was like a joke for like a, many years in the NBA, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then last year with the first year with Chris Paul, they went to the NBA Finals. Even though they lost the NBA Finals, you know how much respect that put on Chris Paul and Devin Booker's names, like. In yeah. basketball sense, like, yeah, in real world, I actually you, actually really agree. I, I agree with that. You know, like in the real world, losing in the championship should mean nothing, right? Because you lost when it mattered. Sure. But in basketball terms, it means something. Like, it would have meant something if James Harden 
led the Rockets to the finals ever, right? It would have meant something if if Westbrook ever did something without Durant. The, all these things mean something, even though you lost. So it's like Luka not making the finals versus actually making that push to make the finals is a big difference because you don't know what's going to happen next year. The team could be a little better, a little worse. It could be next year, another year they don't make the finals. Like, look at Jokic, back-to-back MVP. Look at Embiid. These guys, every time we see, oh, wow, look at this ascend, they still haven't made it out of the second round, right? So it's like you never know what next year is going to hold, even for these, like, super-duper-duper stars. And so I think it's really important for Luka, and I, 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 he needs to get out of this series. And I, he doesn't need it right now. Like, I'm not saying need, but need, if you're going to, like, say next year he's the MVP and he's going to for sure win it, he needs to, like, I think he needs to take that extra leap because there's still a guy like Embiid who's on the list of, like, you're next, and, like, Jason Tatum's still on the list of next, and, like, you never know how the narrative is going to work. And I'm just talking about, when I'm saying take the leap, I'm talking about, like, the the narrative leap, like, you're going to win MVP next year narrative because <laughs> for some reason it actually happens. Like, I don't know why in the NBA it happens, but it does. We lost George again, but um, I think it's a good transition just to actually talk about the series for a second because Steph Curry and the Warriors are quote unquote back and they're in a Western conference finals. They have a chance to, make it to a they have a chance to make it to a you know finals again and it's I, I think after last year seeing the Warriors potentially making a finals was kind of a weird not a weird thought but like let's see what clay looks like first and let's see what happens here and there and you know it wasn't actually clay that did it it was that Jordan Poole ascended really I think what helped them kind of take the next step right because if yep. they didn't have this Jordan Poole and Clay wasn't, you know, playing 100%, which he's not still. He's still not like he had game six, but he's still not like the Clay we had before. No, and I don't know if we'll ever see the Clay we had before, but I think the combination of Clay and Poole together is a better than just Clay by himself, that full Clay. I mean, I don't know if it's better than full Clay by himself, but it's better. <laughs> like full Clay was. Full Clay was great, but now you add like 75% Clay and 100% Poole. I think that might be. Might be. Just I mean, there's no proof be. of that because they won championships without pool. And yeah. so that's where I don't know if it's actually better than having 100% clay, but it, it has helped take away the fact that we don't have 100% clay. Yeah. And, and I was telling you, what's crazy about clay is if they do make the finals this year, that'll be six years of basketball in a row where Clay Thompson makes the NBA finals. He has made it every year he played the last six years if they make it. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. He's like, that's like some LeBron shit. Even though yeah, he's the best it's not. On the team. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but is that? But, that's so crazy. Yeah, but I don't know. Let, let's actually let's break it down. Like, what what do you actually think is going to happen? Like, I weirdly have belief in the Mavs, even though I don't think I don't think they'll win the series. But like, I have some belief that they're they can they can make it more competitive than I probably ever would have thought. Like going yeah. into the playoffs. I mean, I just have this vision of this series at the end of the series where the Warriors win four games to two and game six. And Luca's but it's like putting up stats the whole series, 35, 40, 35, 50 point. And they lose 4-2. And the end of the series is just an image of Luca holding, tugging at his shorts, breathing hard like, fuck, I just gave it all. But I just don't think the Mavericks have a good enough supporting cast to win this series. 
you know, they didn't have a good enough supporting cast to win the Sun Series either. Yeah, uh, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, I don't th- and didn't play. Like, I, he, I think Chris no, Paul was hurt. I think they would have won. Forget about that for a second, because Chris Paul, whatever. Yeah, whether even when Chris Paul was playing decent in some games, what happened was the Mavs couldn't fucking miss. Okay, like yeah, that's what true. I mean by couldn't miss is like, and we're talking about the Suns aren't like some like you know some schmuck at on defensive end, right? They have the runner up for right. defensive player of the year. Um, but we're talking about a team that like, even in game, what was it? Game seven, they shot 49% from three. Like, yeah, and this no, is, it's, it was nuts. I mean, they were on fire. They're like NBA but, jam when you, when you're on fire, but they were doing that in other games as well. It was not just game seven. That's what was like insane about it. They shot 41% from three, um, and, and, 50% from the field again on game six. Like they were literally basically every other possession scoring, including with threes being thrown up for the last, you know, last three games. And so mm. I think it was just, if they somehow keep that energy and hit 45% of the threes, then they do have the supporting cast, I guess. Yeah. That uh, yeah. So. I mean, if they shoot at a historical rate at forty five percent, yeah, they can win this series. I'll That's say what that they did too. against the Suns, though. I, I, mean, I, I know, I know, but I just I don't think it's sustainable. Here's my thing, though how how many times in this series, seven games, let's say go six games, over under eight and a half times, Luca and Draymond have to get separated. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna call him a bitch ass like ten times. Luca's <laughs> gonna call Draymond a bitch ass. Oh like 10 yeah, times. and Draymond's gonna do some shit like that. Those two. On the same court in a series is going to be a joy. It's literally going to be a joy to watch. Yeah, I was telling, I was telling our dad, I was talking to him about it, and we're like, he, our, our father was like pretty certain that Draymond's going to hurt Luca, like within game by game two. He's like pretty certain. He's like he's going to hurt him. Like he's going to do something. He's going to hurt him. I was like, honestly, yeah, definitely not, probably not deliberately. And then he's going to go on a podcast and be, well, so I didn't mean to hurt Luca, but you know, sometimes in basketball. They call me a dirty player. He kept putting his, his ankle too close to my leg. So I stepped on it. It wasn't on purpose, but that's, it was in my stepping vicinity. And you'd be like, Draymond, like you literally stepped on his ankle on purpose. It wasn't on yeah, purpose. That, okay. People do it. The what I'm, depends I, on your de- definition of purpose yeah. is. I, I genuinely did I think he's going to step on his ankle? Yes. Did I mean to I break his gonna, ankle? No. I genuinely think he's going to try to hurt Luca, and I don't think he's going to try it in the sense of like I'm trying to like end his career. But I think he's going to do shit. Like I think he's going to give himself a technical by shoving Luca to the ground hard on a layup just to set a tone and be like, oh, if I get suspended one game, I get suspended one game. Yeah. I would not be shocked. I wouldn't personally. be shocked either. But we'll we'll see what happens. I'm just excited about that. I guess. What's your thoughts on the series? Who wins? I think the Warriors win. But Me too. I I, I, like- I think it's going to be high. I think it's gonna be more entertaining than the Eastern Conference series. Hence, why we spent so much time talking about the West. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, I think the West is just interesting because the Suns were like such a lock, right? And then Luke right. out of nowhere and like not out of nowhere, but you know what I mean. Just like it just took a ne- he took the next actually leap. out of out of Slovenia, but okay. yeah, like he took the next leap that he was supposed yes, to. Yes, he did. Like yeah, and so I don't know. I I think the I think the East is gonna be. A fucking great series. It's just like less exciting of basketball. And this is what I was trying to say about. So like, I think I'm, I'm going to not, I minced my words a little bit last podcast. I was saying like the buck Celtic series is a little more boring. And I didn't mean boring in the sense of like, it's not entertaining. I meant boring in the sense of the type of basketball is 
even though the games were fucking awesome, the type of basketball is just not as exciting as the West for some reason. Like right. it's, and that's what I meant by boring last because like the series wasn't boring. It went seven. It was a great series, but like they like Boston, Miami is going to be defense, 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 right? While Warriors Mavs is going to be like fucking up and down the court threes, Draymond bitching right. at people, Luca bitching at Draymond fights being broken up, like step back three pointers from half court. It's not as good of basketball, like in the terms of what's technically considered good basketball, but it's way more exciting. So that's where. How about Jimmy Butler finishing his career in Dallas? I think he'd fit perfectly into this series. I'm sorry. I just like because you're talking to Dallas. I don't even want to talk about. He's not going to Dallas. No, no. Okay, he's not. But like, wouldn't he fit? He's the only guy that's like would fit into the Warriors in like Mavericks series with like the intensity, the anger, and the shit talking, and the way he carries himself. Like, I mean, the the whole team would. I mean, yeah, but I feel the heat. The Heat team go to the beat of a drum that Jimmy Butler's banging. I don't know. Bam's kind of like that, though. And so is, I mean, PJ Tucker's always been like that before. True, PJ Tucker, wherever. Yeah, wherever. Tyler Hero was fucking smirking or gnarring at people like since the bubble already. I think they just, dude, it's the Miami Heat. Pat Riley doesn't fucking bring you to the team unless you're a badass. That's very true. He fucking like had to like, he had to like buff up LeBron to like get him to like be mean. Remember? Like, yeah, that's true. The Heat culture. Yeah, the heat culture. You look that. I mean, let, uh, let's. I, should we get to well, that? You didn't even really finish what I was saying about the because you said Jimmy Butler is going to the Dallas Mavericks. It was just out of nowhere. No, no, no. My I was saying I was just that, that he'd been fit in this series. My point was that I think this series can be more fun. I think that the 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 Warriors will win because they're better. I'm actually in a weird position because I usually root against the Warriors a lot, and like for some reason this year I just don't care. Like, I, if they make it, they make it. I feel like. They're actually one of the more likable teams in the NBA compared to like a lot of other teams, right? They're, they're actually like this year, maybe because there's no Kevin Durant and it's like it's a comeback story. They're a very likable team, right? Like, yeah, especially I think the Clay comeback story kind of made this makes them likable team. So yeah. I don't know who I'm rooting for. Like, I like Luca probably more than anybody else in the series. Um, but like, I wouldn't. I'm not like a oh damn it, the Warriors won. I think I'd be excited if the Mavs won because of Luca. Mm-hmm but no one else, but I wouldn't be disappointed either way because I think either way, they're both teams are going to be a fun team to watch in the NBA championship. So like I shockingly, I'm not strongly rooting against the Warriors. I think I'm just a little more of a Luca guy. I like Luca a lot. So it's like, I just like Luca, but I know he's probably not going to win. So it's like, Oh, it's okay. Like the Warriors are a fun team. <laughs> yeah. It's a win-win situation for the NBA and for us. I think it like, is it's more fun. Yeah, you either have Steph Curry so, and like Clay Thompson and Draymond in the finals, or you have like a one man Luca show that's like, exactly that's guys, just like, fun to watch. Fun. And, yeah, yeah, and he's a great personality and is a new guy in the league. It's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. George. So let's. Well, I guess seg- you didn't say segue. Who you I know you think the Warriors are winning. So. I I thought I already said that, and no, I said the I think yeah. the I said it earlier in the pod. I said the I, I remember I said I envisioned the series ending in six with the Warriors winning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shorts. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, either way, I knew you were going to pick the Warriors because it makes yeah. it. You, first of all, you always pick the Warriors. Number two, it's the right pick, right? So it's like I kind of. Well, I mean, we'll pick. find out if it's the right I, pick, but this is well, like, like the one two time the Warriors are playing in a series, and I'm like. I'm rooting for them too, but if they lose, I'm not like that disappointed because it's Luca, and that means Luca really went off, and that's really exciting too. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, like, I feel like the NBA wants the Warriors for Celtics, but like, 
as a basketball fan, I also would love Mavs Heat. Like it's a yeah. it's an interesting season to be honest. Exactly. But um, let's get to the East real quick. Um, a little less storylines, I feel like, between both teams, right? Like there's not that like Lucas story, Jason Tatum stories there. But uh, I want to start off with the Heat. Let's talk about some Heat culture here. And I know we all, everyone like either makes fun of it, but it's also a thing, right? Like, oh, Heat culture. This team is the epitome of Heat culture. This team should not have been the number one seed in the East. This team shouldn't, I feel like, be this good. They made the NBA Finals two seasons ago, and that team I don't feel like should have made the NBA Finals. I think you even said on this podcast you don't envision any way they make the Finals about three podcasts ago. I, we can try oh, to find the heat, that clip. Heat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat, heat, yeah. And for some reason, I think the Miami Heat are going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I actually think they're, <laughs> I think they're going to make it. Yeah, and I think because of how much of a bloodbath was between the Celtics and and Mavericks, I think I think that was an exhausting series. And home mm-hmm. court matters. We saw that last series, and I think the home court is just going to happen to help out Miami. And I think we're going to see Miami back in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I I like rescind all my comments about the heat because I, I might be a very bold prediction, but I, I think they're going to win the NBA finals this year. For wow. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, huh. like I just, in my head, I'm like, huh. they're great like, yeah. underdogs. That's why when they're underdogs are good. If they were favorites, I'd probably pick against them this series. Who are the, what is the NBA finals odds? Let's see. It's number one, Warriors, number two, Celtics, number three, Heat, and then number four, Mavericks. That makes sense. That makes sense. I yeah. Could, yeah, I it I makes sense, say. but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I was going to say they, they're probably the least favorite, but no, that makes sense. The war, the Mavericks yeah. are the least favorite. Yeah, I um, I don't know, George. I'm, I think the Miami Heat have the perfect combination of sort of stars, a bunch of badasses on the team, People that don't give a damn, the underdog story, the best coach left in the playoffs. Sorry, Steve Kerr, but Eric Spolstra to me is still the best coach in the playoffs. I think it's Steve Kerr, but it's close. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's close. Pick. I think, like, I think Steve Kerr is given the greatest opportunity in the history of coaching. So, eh, with the exception of Phil Jackson, but like, I think he's probably the second greatest opportunity in the history of coaching. I think 90% of coaches, 80% maybe, would, would have went and succeeded in that situation. But Eric Spolstra has never let the Heat down. They just have the better overall. I think they have the best overall everything, right? Like well, now, they're, 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 like you said it in a podcast a few podcasts ago. I was like, okay, like I think I asked you, can you envision a way they win the NBA championship? You said no. I'm like, okay, now vision it. How would they do it? And you said they're the Detroit Pistons, and yep. that, that's what that's what and that's what they are. You said it. I literally have a list on or of you know some like video ideas for YouTube and different things, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes for podcast content. One of them is will the Miami Heat be the Detroit Pistons? And mm-hmm. they are. And you know why, George? I think that they can win the championships. Not only would they be the Detroit Pistons, is like they might even be a little better. They might have some like better pieces than the Detroit Pistons team. Like I know Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace and Chauncey Billups are all great, but like Jimmy Butler, Bam, Tyler Hero, like a lot of these guys, this is going to be this roster has a lot of guys that like could continue to be really good. I mean, I, I agree with make that. the finals I, for multiple, multiple times. Like if they made it already in 2020, which was a shock, now they're doing it again, potentially. 
Like this might be better than that Detroit Pistons team. Like in the East is a little harder now than probably that East was for the Detroit Pistons. Like they were trying to get through a young LeBron, but like, you know, the, this East has a Giannis and a Boston Celtics. Like the East is a little better than you'd think in the heat or just like, eh, easy. We'll win. Yeah. I mean, they showed that home court advantage mattered too. Like, and yeah, they played a, Here's, I mean, let's play devil's advocate on the Heat for a minute, right? The first round, who they play first round? If I, I want to make a case um, against Heat, even I'm picking them, they played the team that made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. The, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, the Atlanta Hawks. Okay, the Atlanta Hawks were not good this season, unfortunately. That's that's not true. I'm sorry. The Atlanta Hawks were 17 games below 500 and ended up three games above 500. So they had a bad start to the season, but. They made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and then they found a way to come back from like being like extremely bad team this year. So I wouldn't say they're not good. I would say that they didn't have they didn't live up to expectations this year. But not good is not fair for the Atlanta Hawks. Ah, oh, we lost. We lost George again. I'm oh no! Like, here we go. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I was like, he so, really didn't like that point. No. So. <laughs> I'm doing laundry here, and the laundry machine started doing the music. So I turned off my mic during the music, and then it just music stopped. is loud. It, music. Is so loud. then I tried to turn it back on, and I didn't press the button correctly. Um, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, so they beat they beat the Atlanta Hawks. Not a very good team. I still I'm going to still go with that. By then the way, the Atlanta play- Hawks had one less win than the Brooklyn Nets. Just to okay. put that in perspective. Also, not a very good team to, that got swept in the first round of a playoff. Um, then they played the 76ers where, um, their best player and the guy who got second in MVP voting, basically, um, not basically he broke his fucking face. Um, so that didn't help out. And then they played against James Harden who decided, you know, at times other than one game that he didn't really, you know, care to show up. Um, yeah, and Doc see, okay. The, and, then, and then the coaching, and then the coaching matchup between Doc Rivers and Eric Spolstra, like that—that's. I'm gonna call like, timeout already. Okay, Here you go. Timeout. The same shit every single team goes through every single year, like the Golden State Warriors. You know, what I can tell you about the Warriors, George. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no. I, I'm I'm picking the Heat. I'm just playing devil's advocate for a second. Okay, but th- this is what I'm saying. You can play devil guy advocate about everything. Oh, the Mavericks won, but Chris Paul got hurt. Oh, the Warriors are here, but guess what? They played the okay, Ma- okay. they played the Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant. So true, like true, true, true. Can, no, no, I know, I agree, I agree. You can do so that with finish this point. So then, so then, now they play the Boston Celtics, right? And then when you go look at Boston, a lot of people will say, "Oh, look at Boston. They had to play KD and Kyrie, and then they went seven against Giannis. How hard was that? They're more battle tested than the Miami Heat. But I, I'm, but no, they're not. Once again, once again this is, I, here I'm you go. Picking, this is my point. No, no, know, no. I, just let me say. I'm, just let me say because my point, you, no, no, because. <laughs> Guess who didn't play with the for the Bucks? Their second best player didn't play. And guess I know, who like I know, and, and they have anti-vax Kyrie Irving on the Nets. Then they played four games together this year. So it's exactly that. This is my point. Is like for all of them, you're right. But the, every single team that's in the position that they're in right now, there's always and forever will always be. But the Warriors beat this team. But the Celtics beat the Bucks without Chris Middleton. But they beat this team and they have to go against broken Joel Embiid. That's always how the NBA works. That's all I was all trying right. to say. Joel Embiid is definitely more important than Chris Middleton. But the thing is here, I agree with you. It, I'm not agreeing. I'm just I'm playing the devil's advocate point here, and I don't agree with it at all. And I'm picking the Miami Heat just like you are, and I think they're going to get to the NBA Finals. 
yeah, I was just, I was, I was just, I was just painting for the viewers and the listeners. The it's just a bad painting design. because I used to do this shit all the time, right? Like some people said a, Picasso was a bad painter, and then look no, at no, what it he was a bad became. painting. No, this one's a guaranteed <laughs> bad paint because I used to do this all the time. I used to say, "Man, the Warriors." Zaza Pachulia stepped on Kawhi's ankle, and then LeBron lost Kyrie and Kevin Love, and they're not that good. Okay, well, one thing that you'll figure out in life is that every single NBA playoffs, this happens. So it's like every single NBA playoffs, Chris Paul got hurt. Guess what? Maybe if he didn't, Giannis wouldn't have won the championship last year. Right, right, right. Oh, the Warriors didn't make it because Clay's hurt and Draymond was hurt and they they weren't good enough. LeBron this year had no Anthony Davis and a Russell Westbrook didn't make it. So, like, one thing that I've really learned and figured out is whatever fucking team's here, there's a reason they're here, right? Like, that means just they're good and they're well, healthy. The, the, so reason, like, the, the reason they're there is the Miami Heat earned it by playing hard the whole regular season and got the number one seed. And I think that's correct. paid off for them. That's why they're coming into this series a little more healthy because – whether you agree with it or not, their their um, their road to get to the Eastern Conference Finals is easier than the Boston Celtics' road to get to the NBA Finals, and that's because they're a one seed. That's because they earned their position to be the one seed and play, not the Nets, and not play against the guy who should be what um, won the NBA championship last year in Giannis. Like they earned it, and I think they earned that. They earned home field, home field, home court advantage, and I agree with you. They're going to make the NBA Finals. Yeah, and I think one thing that you have to consider with Miami is that, once again, last time I'll bring this up because it is something we'll probably talk about if they do make the NBA Finals, is the Heat culture does mean something, and it's amazing. Like, the, in the, not just the it's culture. Like it's so annoying to talk about, like, oh, the Heat it culture. But it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And the, the simple things of, like, Everyone like, and I know Kyle Lowry's been hurt on and off and shit, but even simple things like bringing in a guy like Kyle Lowry where everyone's like, that's dumb. Like, well, guess what? They're pro- they might make the finals and you're not going to think exactly. it's dumb anymore. And getting guys like Gabe Vincent, who's undrafted, and Max Struess, who's like undrafted, and Victor Oladipo, when no one else wanted him, is now a fucking hey, awesome he's actually role playing player. great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, if you think about this roster of Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, like one of the Morris twins, Victor Oladipo, Duncan Robinson, who, you know, depending on the series, like if, if they end up playing the Warriors in the finals, like Duncan Robinson will be back on the court and shooting a lot. Yeah, of he'll, like, he'll he'll be he'll be needed in that series. Yeah, so like Max Strews, yeah, PJ Tucker, Gabe Vincent, like they have they, they have build these lot fucking of crazy rosters. Yeah, they have a lot of depth. They're well coached, and yeah, I think it's great. And I think Boston's done a really good job. I just feel like their head coach in Boston, I can never pronounce his name. Uh, uh, Ume Aduku. Um, Ume Aduku. He's gonna be a great coach. Ime. This, Sorry, uh, Ime. Ime, Ime U- Udoku. Udoku. One of those. Yeah, he's been a great coach and a great story. But I think he's gonna be a little overmatched against Eric Spolstra. Um, that doesn't mean he's never gonna get to that level down the line and become a better coach. But I think the coaching matchup also matters here, where you have a rookie head coach in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean he's this. this he's. He's done a He's great the best job. young and maybe the best young coach in the NBA. Uh, yeah, I mean, depends. I consider Jason Kidd a young coach, too. Do you? Okay, uh, I consider him like because this is his third job. So I don't consider him like just a young coach anymore. Well, how old is Ime? I don't know. I, I guess more. I'm, I'm talking about more experience level, right? Like how many years you've coached. He's 44. Yeah. Jason Kidd's 49. 
It's not that much yeah. of a difference. I mean, but, NBA, uh, five-year veteran. <laughs> it's not much of a difference. Uh, yeah, I'm no. talking about experience, though. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, but, I'm not talking about age. Um, but what I was going to say is, as good as Ime has been, he's probably the worst coach left, in my opinion. I still, I mean, Eric Spolster and Steve Kerr are obviously better coaches as of now. And I think yeah. Jason Kidd, like, with the roster that he has compared to the Celtics roster to, yeah. did you see that video of Jason Kidd, the mic'd up of him? Yeah. yeah. He's like, defense? he's like the, he's like the sixth man on the court, man. Yeah. Like he's literally pl- helping the players through a lot of situations. And it goes to show sometimes like these retreads, like it's his third job. And he, I guess failed at two of them, even though Giannis was really butthurt. They said when, when they let yeah, Giannis was go, pissed, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was really pissed. Uh, it goes to show sometimes these retreads, like it's just like anything in life. You can get better. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not like, or you're, not like or you're just, yeah. some organizations are dumb, like, and just yeah. quit too early. Right. Like, yeah, that too. I mean, what Jason could help develop a 17 year old skinny honest to a really mm-hmm. good player. And yeah, it takes time until you're, don't forget though. He's the same guy when he was on the nets that dropped his Coke on per- Coca-Cola on purpose on the floor. Cause they were out of timeouts to try to get an extra timeout. I thought that was genius. And I think, I don't understand why that was such a big deal to everybody. Like, because I thought that was, was just smart. Like, it was smart because I mean, the reason it's a big deal is because like, I'm out of timeouts. Let me throw some Coca-Cola on the court. Yeah, it was genius. <laughs> I don't understand like why anybody got so upset about that. Like, fuck it. Okay, if the ref gave him a T, his loss, good try. Like, if I, I was know. a referee, I would have teed you up for that. And then like it would have been your team would have lost even worse because of your actions. But if the ref buys it and see thinks it was actual real spill and get, you get your <laughs> timeout, congratulations. Like you are innovative. That's an innovation award right there. Innovation award. I love it. All right. He's he's good. I'm telling you he's he is like he went from I like him. I like him a coach lot. to like coach player now. You know, yeah. like he no, totally. it was on the sideline. Don't switch, don't switch. Stay, stay, stay. Left, left, left. Watch the screen. Like he was the one communicating more than the players. Right. He was literally it was like jumping up and down on the sideline. He was really like conducting. He was like a conductor of defense. Right. And, I mean, if you look, if you watch like uh, a lot of uh, which I do, and I know you don't, and some listeners do, and some don't. If you watch a lot of soccer, or uh, my favorite coach for my favorite team, Antonio Conte, and a lot of coaches are like that, where they're instructing the players as the game is going. Like, and Jason Kidd is doing that. A lot of that's a big thing in soccer. Not much in football. You call the play, it goes right. Baseball. I guess baseball does that a little bit, right? Because like you have your third base coach giving you instructions pitch by pitch. Yeah, but baseball is just a different world. Like, I don't yeah, know it's a different. It's world. hard to compare to other sports. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, if you think about it, there's not that many sports. I was like, uh, those are all the comparisons. Now we're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like soccer <laughs> and basketball are probably the most alike. Well, in hockey, I guess technically. Yeah, in hockey too. But like, those are more like I think like a baseball and a football is very. Very different. Yeah. Yeah, But soccer and basketball probably have some of the most, you know, on play, you know, like there's a play being conducted on the field where a coach can conduct it. And spacing and and stuff like that. Just the scoring's different. Yeah. That's it. Like nobody could ever have lost in like the way the Suns lost, like in a soccer game. Like even if you were down like seven nothing in a soccer game, technically there's a way to come back. Like if you're down 50 in a basketball game, there's not. Do you right. know what I mean? There's like, no way. There's just because there's because it just you can't. <laughs> By the can't way, why. this was I just saw this tweet. 2022 playoffs, George, were the most viewed playoffs through the conference finals in the last eight years. So wow. congratulations, NBA is, and I can feel it. They kind of are on an uptick. 
Yeah, no, that's great. Great news. I guess uh, LeBron, they're not, um, I guess, they're not dependent on LeBron James anymore. No, they're not. And I think, so um, I made a video about this the other day, which was there's this year there's a new NBA championship for the NBA champion for the fifth straight year. That's which great. Is, which means it's the long, because if you think about it, no, none of the teams that won last year. So it means like there's no back-to-back basically or three-peats or whatever. This is the longest streak five years since 1975. Wow. Where there's that, a different that's, champion every year. That's that, amazing. Parody. Yeah, parody. And I think it's not because there's no like super great teams. I think there's just a lot of great players. You know what I yeah, mean? It's just, like, it's just a lot of parody. I think that that's yeah. all it is. Like, I think it's just parody around the league and that's what's needed. Yeah. And it's great for the league and it's great to have the parody, but also at the same time, have some familiarity, right? Like guys like Steph Curry and the Warriors back at it and the Miami Heat back at it and the Boston Celtics, a top franchise back at it. There is another interesting thing about the Celtics that I wanted to tell you that I heard on Colin Cowherd's show yesterday. That they have won championship in 30 years? 35. 35, yeah. It's pretty crazy. I never knew that, I guess. But if you think about it, right? Like, I mean, in our lifetime, they won one championship. Like, I... Yeah, yeah like... 2008, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like the '90s, they weren't very good, um, and you have to go back to the Larry Bird Celtics. I I didn't never thought about that until I heard that yesterday too. But yeah, if you actually like think about it, oh yeah, they just haven't been around that very good. Yeah, like, really, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, like they've and they've been to. Uh, I put this on our pod that TikTok. So for all those listening, go to we have a pod that brothers YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Go check us out all those places. Um, I put this up. The Celtics, though, uh, have been to 37 Eastern Conference Finals. That's half the Eastern Conference Finals in the history of the NBA. That's uh, pretty good, I would say. That's pretty good. But they, have, but with that, they still haven't made, they haven't won a championship. Only one in 35 years. Isn't that kind of odd? Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I don't know like how that works out, but it does. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm excited. What, I mean, like, how, how are you feeling about all this? Are you like extremely excited about the rest of the playoffs? Are you like I, I feel like I'm more excited than I have been in a long time. Like, just uh, it's a parody. for the Western Conference Finals in general. I'm very very excited. More than the Eastern Conference. No offense to the Heat and Celtics, but I, I'm, we're talking about my favorite two players in the NBA playing each other in the Western Conference Finals and Steph and Luca. So who it's pretty you easy for. Don't tell me nobody because I hate that. Um, oh, I I, like, I'm, I'm rooting, rooting for? for I'm rooting for the Warriors because I feel like there's not that many championships left in the window, and I think Luca's going to get it. And I think at some point in in his career, multiple times too. I just feel like this is one of the last ones in Warriors with this group and in Steph's prime. Okay, or so Steph's, I have all teams too. Yeah. You're rooting for the Warriors. Yes, I think I'm. Obviously, I'm not a Warriors guy. Like, but I don't hate them this time, so they're not last on my list. But I honestly, I'm rooting for Miami. I love Jimmy Butler a lot. Yeah, and I love Jimmy Butler too. I have you know my Miami Heat T-shirts from in you know George lived in Miami for a while. I went and lived with him for a little bit there, and that was when LeBron days. So I just became a big Heat guy, right? We don't have a team in Seattle where we're originally from. So Miami's like always kind of have a special place in my heart as a basketball team. So I'm kind of rooting for them first. Second has to be Luca, just because like he's probably my favorite player left outside of Jimmy Butler in this playoffs. Yeah. I would rather have the Warriors than the Celtics 
So Warriors would be like third, and the Celtics would be like Celtics the least like, yeah. last team I'd want to see win. I don't know why. Yeah, I like, I'm just not I like a Celtics Jason, guy. I, I, I just I like their I like Jason Tatum. So I do too, I actually. I don't mind them. There's, I just, no, there's, like no, the, there's no one left that I'd be up that upset about winning a championship. Really, me neither. But they're just like the one I'd like if you asked me like my order. It's Miami, Dallas, Golden State, then it's like Boston. Sure, yeah. like if we do, it's fine. But like I'm not gonna be that upset. But it's like. Exactly. I don't really care to see them win. I'd rather see Miami and Jimmy Butler like win a championship. I'd rather see Steph win another one. I'd rather see Luca win this first. I'd rather see all those. Would you say Boston's last on your list too? Probably, no, right? probably Miami. Why Miami? Miami? You should like Miami. I do like Miami. I just, I, I don't know. It's just, I guess Jason Tatum, like becoming that super duper star would be like kind of cool. What There's no reason. Butler I was like a- being the superstar. I don't think he ever will be. I think they'll he'll be in that Richard Ham. I think if he even won a championship, and I don't know if it's fair, I don't think he'll ever be known as a super duper star. I think he'll be known as like a Richard Hamilton or a really high end star, but never the super duper star that's a transcendent player in NBA history. Like I think Jason Tatum could win a championship, and then all of a sudden we're saying in you know 10, 15 years is oh where's Jason Tatum in top 15, 20 of all time? Like you know, you like know what I, I think, think there could be some I think history. Jimmy Butler might could go down as one of the most underrated players of all time. though. Okay, that's very fair. I would Even, not disagree with that. You know, this postseason, he's averaging 29 points, 7.6 rebounds, 5.4 assists. On Do you remember when I was argue, I was trying to argue with you that he's better than James Harden? I mean, right now, yes. He's not all-time better than James Harden. No, no, I was talking about the, for this playoffs. I was like, I, who would you rather have? I was, you said James Harden. I said Jimmy Butler. Well, I didn't know James Harden's just going to decide to quit. I think James we've, Harden. We've, still... we've, 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 we've seen it. We've no, keep no, no, seen no. him do Hold it. Hold on. No, this is what people don't understand about James Harden. And like, I, who was it? I think Bill Simmons was talking about this on his podcast, and I was. It really resonated with me, which was he decides when he wants to quit. So, like, maybe right. if he decided not to quit, he could still be better than Jimmy Butler. I That's agree with that. He I decided just... to quit because. Maybe he doesn't like Doc Rivers, whatever it is. He literally decided. So the hard thing with James Harden is my answer could have easily been correct if he didn't decide not to quit. But I don't you know, know who's when never, this you know who's is going to quit or not quit. You know who's ne- – you know, I'm going to give you a little secret. Don't back people who tend to decide to quit. Look at Jimmy Butler. He, that guy's never Listen, quit a fucking day in his life. I'm to- I just told you I'm rooting for the Heat. I'm I know. backing Jimmy Butler in the Heat. My point is – I know, I know. James I know. Harden. If he wanted to be better than J- Jimmy Butler for this playoffs, there is a possibility. Maybe now I believe it less, but there's a possibility he could still be better than Jimmy Butler. But he decides, for God knows why, he decides, I'm going to quit this series. I don't want to play for Doc Rivers. I don't want to do this. Like James Harden's like the, the brat that just, I know. I don't know. He's obviously, I don't know what they, they probably shouldn't even fucking resign him, dude. Like, I don't know what they should do. They're going to, but they probably should. Yeah. Daryl Morey is going to be like, yeah, I have to. I pro- I know that I he will win a championship for me if he tries next year. Yeah, well, who coached you on? Dan Tony? Great. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Embiid's going to be like, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, Embiid's the best. Well, yeah, if you, uh, you know, if we, um, if you think it's the same James Harden as in Houston, it's not. <laughs> He's straight up about it. <laughs> like he's like, he took him like, like fuck, it took him dude? less than four months to be like fuck this guy without saying fuck this guy. Imagine like what, what do you think James Harden since James Harden's probably like God damn it, dude, this is fucking James Harden's this. like you know, I have five hundred million dollars in my bank account. Do you think I give a fuck what jo- Joel Embiid thinks? Yeah, probably not. It's like I have MVP and I have enough money. Joel, and by the way, Joel Embiid's you know he's twenty eight years old. 
I know. He, oh, Joel there. Embiid has like three good years left. That guy's going to retire at like 33 and just be like done. Like his body's – I mean, he's just been hurt way too many times. And he's a big guy, but he's going to have three more good years and hopefully maybe they can get him someone who gives a fuck. Not like, they should have just kept Jimmy Butler. I mean, he wishes. Jimmy Butler – that know. was really interesting, by the way. That, maybe that's the last thing we we'll say about the Heat and yeah. Jimmy Butler and this, and we'll get to our final segments because I'm sure we'll be popping on some podcasts through these series. and yeah. Probably more podcasts coming out these next couple of weeks, right, with, with oh, yeah. what's going on here. Um, Jimmy Butler, after the game, literally, like, quote-unquote, said, I wish I could have stayed here. I, I love the Miami Heat, but I wish I was here with Joel Embiid. I was like, "Well, that was really weird to say after like a series. Like that is odd. Like I can understand. I wish, like, oh, I wish it worked out. But he was literally like, "I love the Heat, but I wish I was here, like, with Joel Embiid. Like, oh, that's really like." And then Embiid's like, "I have no idea why we got rid of him." And we're like, yeah, oh. I mean, and then somehow <laughs> Tobias Harris caught a stray bullet. Yeah, well, no, Tobias Harris has nothing to do with this. I know. That's what I'm saying. Caught a stray bullet. It was nothing to do with him. Like they chose Al Horford, not Tobias Harris, over him. Yeah, I mean, wasn't that just like people on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, no, but did you hear Jimmy Butler yell like Tobias Take Harris over me? I mean, yeah, they did it. Sort of. They picked. I guess they picked everybody over him. Yeah. Um, by the way, if I was an NBA team, you know, it'd be a really fascinating thing to do. Mm. Find a way to team up James Harden and Ben Simmons on the same team. Oh my god, Ben Simmons is gonna be fine. Just watch. I have a very strong feeling. I hope so. It'd be nice. He's so talented. Yeah, this uh, this is exciting though. There's a lot going on. Well, this is a long one today. Um, should we get to Am I the asshole? Let's do it. We'll, we'll make them a little quicker today than usual. Yeah, this will be quick. Um, do you want me to go first? We want to go first. Well, I have. I'm one of two, aren't I? Yes. So let me go quickly here. Um, I will say, by the way, if you haven't noticed, George did a solo pod the other day. I did one. Um, how long ago was it? A few days ago. Few whatever days ago, it was. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that crazy happens, just keep an eye on our feed. We might do some solo pods here and there once in a while. Uh, me and him might hop on together after some big games here, too. We'll try our best, even if they're quick ones. Uh, this is like me talking to George Wall on the pod- podcast, but we'll try to get some out. Like if there's like a huge, crazy game and we do like a 20 minute pod together after, we'll try to get some things out. Um, so stay tuned during these last couple of weeks of the NBA, this last month of the NBA. We'll try to get some more podcasts out for you guys. And uh, you want to just do one? Am I the asshole today? Sure. And then we'll start starting next week. We'll really try to, we'll try to get back on like the bonus episodes, but mm-hmm. it is, so one each or just one? Just one. All right. I, I got a good one today. So Okay, you can do yours if you want. All right. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean if yours if yours is good, I'm sorry, but I this one, I'm like, how the hell did this person think he is not an asshole? <laughs> and usually, guys, we will do a bonus episode with two of them after this, but you know, while it's the NBA playoffs. You should know that sometimes these like well, we lasted an hour fifteen. We usually last like yeah. thirty minutes on a podcast. This time of the year, the podcast could last longer, and then we'll just forget about him and the asshole. But if we get to them, we'll get to them. If not, we'll just do this. We'll throw one at the end. So I'm all ears. <laughs> Perfect. All right, here we go, Sammy. I'm excited for this one. Am I an asshole for getting my niece a pup cup 
and quote unquote treating her like a dog. I, male 25, have a five-year-old niece, Evie, from my older sister, Jane, who's 32. I took her out last week to go to the zoo and give my sister and her husband a break. On our way home, we went through our local Starbucks drive-thru. Now, hey, could Evie you do me rare- a favor and back up from the mic a little bit? There's a lot of coming in there. Yeah, no problem. There you go. Now, now Evie rarely gets these drinks with my sister, mainly because they're expensive, expensive and she never finishes them, even the smaller size. My sister also isn't a huge Starbucks fan, and she prefers simpler coffees. I asked what she wanted, and she didn't know. I asked her if she wanted a cup just full of whipped cream, and she got excited and said yes. So I ordered my drink and also got a pup cup, which is usually what people get their dogs, hence the name. And it's just a small cup of whipped cream. Evie loved it, and it didn't cost me anything, so I figured it was a win-win situation. I dropped her back home and came inside as well. My sister asked how her day was, and Evie tells when we get – when it got going to Starbucks, my sister asked what she got, and Evie said a pup cup and rambled about how it was a cup full of whipped cream. My sister looked at me if it's the if, if it's the one you give to dogs. I said yeah, and jokingly said, "Isn't that right, Evie? Evie, the cutest Dalmatian." Evie laughed and pretended to bark before running off to get their family to, dog to show me a Dalmatian. I know, for reference to the joke. My sister was pissed. She said I was a dick for getting her daughter something meant for dogs and pretending like her dog was a was a dog. She linked back to feminism and somehow was degrading her and her daughter. She told me to apologize and I said no and left. Our dad told me that Jane was being pr- protective of Evie and that I should just apologize since it wasn't worth it. I plan on doing so such a, since it's such a big deal to her. But from an unobjective standpoint, am I the asshole? I don't even know what to say. Um, no. I feel okay. I feel like there is something here that he is leaving out. Why? Because he said, My sister looked at me and asked if it's the one you give dogs. I said, Yeah, and jokingly said, Isn't that right, Evie? Evie, the cutest Dalmatian. Evie laughed and pretended to bark. So was he telling her, like, this is for dogs and you should, like, and treating her like a. Like it's funny, like the whole way. I don't know. I'm just. I feel like he's left something out of here. I don't think he's an asshole, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Not an asshole. I think it was more. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was more like a situation of. Um, I think it was just like a kid being a kid, and like the was it her uncle, right? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, his uncle, her uncle. Yeah, I think it's just like fun. Like, oh, like the it's a pop cup. Like, just give her the fucking pop cup. Who cares? Because yeah. like, it's small and it's free, right? And it's like, what I think is the weird thing is being upset. I think in this situation, if it was like, you know, I'm an uncle to your child, George, that you don't have, but like, if I theoretically did, speaking, theoretically, yeah, if you were like, hey, I. Like when the kid goes upstairs, like that was kind of weird. We don't want them like drinking from a pup cup and like barking. Like, can you not do that next time? And I'd be like, yeah, no problem. And then like yeah. it should be over. So yeah. there was something I, weird going something on. Like, weird. It shouldn't be that angry weird because it's a kid. It was like it should have been just kind of funny, right? Like, like oh my god, she barked like that. That was funny. And like, yeah, I'm just wondering cup. the whole the, the the whole barking thing got me thrown out so like did he tell her on the way like oh this is for dogs ha 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 like i just wonder 
I mean, yeah, it sounds like she knows it was for dogs, but like, is that a big deal either? Like, it's not like no, it's, it's, it's literally not whipped a big cream. Deal. It's not like I've seen those before. I have some friends that have dogs. Like, they're just fucking little Starbucks cups, like the size of my hand with whipped cream. It's not like it's like a dog treat, right? It's okay. like a, it's whipped cream. So it's okay, like fair enough. You know, that's why it's not that weird, right? It is weird in the sense of like maybe the barking or whatever. Like the barking just got me weirded out. I was like, why is she barking? Like, did he say something? That's that's where I thought. Um, like, okay, so here's the thing. I, I misread it the first time. I thought that's why I said it was a good one. I thought it said I told her to bark. <laughs> that's why I thought he was an asshole. <laughs> but no, he didn't tell her to bark. Hmm. So it yes. kind of changed. He's not an asshole. He's not an asshole, no. I think nobody here is the asshole, but at the same time, like, no need to make the uncle feel bad. Just tell him, like, hey, like... I don't think he needs to apologize, especially to the six-year-old girl. Yeah, to the girl, hell no. That's who she wants to apologize. Who else is he going to apologize to? Like, who's just like, sorry for, you know, giving your daughter... Taking your daughter to Starbucks. Zoo. (laughs) I don't know. Weird situation. Odd family. Oh, 100%. Well, interesting. Uh, I'll make sure, George, when you have kids, I'll never give them a pup cup. Give them a pup cup. Just don't make them bark. I probably wouldn't give them a pup cup anyways. I'm not going to give them a cup full of whipped cream unless, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck I don't it. Know I'm, not, I'm not even going to take your kids out. I'm not even going to risk this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to play. I'll, I'll just come see your kids at the house. I don't know. I don't know what, what to do here. Fair enough. <laughs> well, goddamn NBA playoffs. Am Let's I the asshole? It. That one's a no, though, not an asshole. Fair enough. All right. We'll be back as much as possible, like we said. And uh, I think that's all we got. Am I right? You're right. All right. That's all we got then. And so, uh, much love. Make sure you guys find us at the Sports on Tap everywhere at the Sports on Tap and at Pod that P O D that. And you can find in those bios where to find me and George. Um, you'll find all our different social media. Make sure you check us out on uh, all platforms. And uh, George is doing some traveling. If you want to talk about that for a second and go check out his YouTube for that. Yeah, go check yeah, out my yeah. YouTube. Just George Jarjour, my name. G-E-O-R-G-E-J-A-R-J-O-U-R. Emphasis on the J for some reason, but yeah, keep going. I, did I emphasize that? I didn't realize it, but yeah. So go check it out or on my uh, on my social media at George, on, at George on Tap. I post about it there. Emphasize, emphasis on the J, as always. I'm Sammy Georgeur. Emphasize the J. And uh, we'll be back. And uh, much love. And... Uh, Man, I'm trying to forget what I'm forgetting something I was going to say that was important. But I'll think about it whenever our next podcast is, George. So thanks for tuning in. This is the Sports on Tap, and you know what we like to say. Cheers to sports. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.